Tay Vizzle's podcast. Song of the week, Ray White Capital Ray Dreams. Special guest, founder of Young and Wealthy, Lariel Mitchell. She on my mind like everything, love her in every way That pretty face, that pretty smile, she got the perfect shape Anything I let her hold, I know it's somewhat safe She say she caught up in my love, she just won't get away I scoop her up, I come see her, that's like every day We got a bond, we all in now, yeah, we getting strong The streets been talking, so she know a nigga get it on She just won't be under me, she be like, fuck a phone I just won't be under her, and prove I'm not a dog but when I'm in the streets, them girls see me and they call they Ain't nothing, I don't want you think that I'm fucking And it's only right, I tell you Every time I see you, I love you Cause the next time, I promise And a lot of hoes ain't honest Just keep it real, no drama Never thought it'd be like this Money got me running the streets like this Say, baby, you see this shit You all up in my dreams If you ain't here, I can't sleep like this for real I wake up every moment, even through the stones When I'm going through the worst, she right here in my arms I can't even picture that one day I ain't with you Riding like the piffle, bust in the room, say it's a sticker Just stick to the scripture, plus you be swinging through the fissure You cool with my niggas, do drives off and you do pick up Make sure feeling clips up, cause she know one thing I can't slip up You ride with your nigga, them balls, bitches, put your hands up Make your nigga stand up, make him feel it I bet he man up, gotta feed him good Treat them good, I count them bands of haters, they can't stand us Put their nose up when we walk past them, looking at them laughing Yeah, swag, I'm talking classic, fully automatic Gotta tote it, I gotta have it Cause these bitch niggas, they won't kill me I'm living lashes, webbing, I'm just flashing Them fake hoes, they get abandoned, but you still landing I love you with everything, give me Now, once again, Capital Ray Dream Song of the Week, and we're approaching 2023. Yes. And I think you're one of the first, I would say, business owners on the platform. Mm-hmm. Well, with your type of business, because your type of business is different. But before we get to this, if y'all tuning in on YouTube, give us a like, comment, and subscribe. If y'all on Apple Music, all the po- podcast platforms, leave us as a, re- a review. But special guest again, Larry L. Mitchell, a.k.a. Lala. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. I'm ready oh, okay. to whatever. 2023 is approaching. Yes. How has your 2022 been so far? My 2022, in all honesty, I feel like this is the first year where I really just created stability for myself. Okay. And throughout my business, so I have no complaints about 2022. Okay. I actually like this year, and I was grateful for, like, the outcome of it. Okay. Um. Now, with the Young and Wealthy platform and brand... This was established in 2017? Yes. Okay. Where did this idea come from from you? So the idea came from, um, honestly, okay, so just a quick short story. So I was working at um, 
I was working at this restaurant. Okay. And so um, I had just been like feeling like I wanted to create something, mm -hmm. but I was one like when I was coming up, I always felt like I didn't really have like a purpose, like such as knowing how to do hair, makeup, nails. Mm -hmm. All of my friends around me, they were like talented in that aspect, but mm -hmm. I never was. So I always would just be like the friend that they call when they needed like advice, okay. needed help. So I didn't even know that that was like a talent. I didn't know that that was a purpose. All right. So at the time, I was just, just trying to discover my purpose. And I was working at the spot, and I got fired from the spot. So me getting fired, it was just like completely like just out the blue for no reason. I was about to ask what you got fired for. <laughs> yeah, it was just like some random, like it was random as fuck. Okay. So we could curse on you? Yeah, All do right. your thing. <laughs> so it was very random. And so I just, um, like I went in my room and I just like, I beat myself up about it for a long time. Not a long time, maybe like two or three days. Okay. Like, Cause I, you know, when I do something like I devote myself to it, so mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, what the hell could I have possibly felt did? Like betrayed or something. Yeah, I, I literally felt betrayed. So I, um, I had always had like a relationship with God, but mm -hmm. I just like locked in. Like I started praying. I'm like, God, just you know, help me find my purpose. Like I don't want to, I don't want to live like this. Like I don't want to have to just keep going like from jobs to jobs, right. like putting my all into it, and then like one little thing, you know, and it. then. My whole life is falling apart in front of my face. So I um, mm. I just started praying and writing. And, like, within, like, two months, I came across, like, I just came up with some stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I want to help people. Like, how can I help people? Okay. And so I just pretty much found the solution to my own problem. And I started my brand, Young mm. Vote, which connects local, I mean, glo uh, entrepreneurs from all around the world. All right. So that was, like. Pretty much how okay. how I got into. Now we're saying that when I went on your website, you said you connect um everybody. I read y'all um well yours is this a mission statement or something? You know, yeah. You it's like thing. when the you click statement. on the um website, it says our goal at Young Wealth is to encourage entrepreneurs around the world to keep going and giving them a platform to do so. Mm -hmm. We believe that there's enough wealth for everybody to eat, win and succeed when we show you our tools on how to. Our mission is to continue to develop a space for entrepreneurs not only to to not only feel seen and heard, but to also grow and expand their company through our company. So what do you like what does your company offer for other entrepreneurs to come to? So we first started off in twenty seventeen. I wasn't even selling apparel. So this is our apparel. It's just okay. like real simple. Mm -hmm. It's more so for branding, like we're branding a company. Right. So we were well I I like to say we because it's an actual company now. Right. But I was just uh, strictly putting together events for other entrepreneurs. So right. I started the website and I had, it started off with like 10 people. Mm -hmm. So I had 10 people in different fields. I had like two or three hairstylists, um, makeup artists, lash techs. I mm -hmm. had artists on there that draw, people that rap, people that sing. Everybody. And yeah, so <laughs> started off with 10 people and I had them on a website. So they would pay me. Five ninety nine a month. Okay. So I started off with ten people paying me five ninety nine a month, and then the business, you know, it started to grow. Other mm -hmm. people were like, "Okay, I want my business to be on this platform." So okay. with the five ninety nine a month, I would send out like weekly emails. So like, let's say you were on our like a newsletter. Our, yeah, like okay. a newsletter, like just blasting, like, "Hey, you know, Tay Visual, he has um, openings this week. If you guys want to, gotcha. you know." So started off like that. So I was like, you know, I need to put together. E an event for these vendors because it just felt like I wasn't doing enough. All right. Especially starting it and being here in New Orleans, I feel like 
our city at the time, especially, it just didn't have that that push and that space for entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did my very first event with the 10 vendors that I had on a website, and it was, like, phenomenal. It was, like, a lot of people showed up. People, like, made money. Like, they paid me. I believe I charged for my first event. I charged, like, 150, mm-hmm. 150 to 175 per vendor spot. Okay. And they made, like, all of the vendors at least made, like, 1000 plus back. So it was all good. So it was all good, yeah. So from there, I just started to create the events. And mm-hmm. so that's me giving the entrepreneurs a platform to push and promote their services. Because okay. a lot of people, they might have, like, merchandise mm-hmm. or whatever, like, products that they're sitting on. And that can be very discouraging. Like, you know, you have over $1,500 worth of products that you're sitting on and you don't know what to do. So I kind of created that space and just took it from New Orleans to Houston to Atlanta and just spread out doing it like that. Okay. So Now, with with doing that, is it, you say you charge $5.99 like a subscription. Did did that go up from 2017? Is it higher now? So, uh, fun fact, I actually stopped. So Mm -hmm. I stopped doing it. um, If you don't mind for me, like to deviate a little bit. Do you think? Yeah, so I stopped doing it in, I would say, like, maybe 2020 Mm -hmm. when the pandemic came because it just felt like everything just came down on me mid-pandemic because literally from 2017 to 2020, I was, like, doing events, like, spread out. Mm -hmm. So by the time 2020 came, I just thought I had, like, I thought I was just about to just run it up. Mm -hmm. just But it shut a lot of stuff down. So March came and then the pandemic, so I just had to, like, totally refocus I shut the website down and I that's how I discovered like doing the clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I um I always do this. I be forgetting why I'm talking. It's all good. Me <laughs> I asked you uh, about the five ninety nine subscription. Oh yeah, so I just recently rebranded and put back the um the subscription okay. on a website because I had just solely like got away from e-commerce and I was okay. just, just trying to like rebrand and mm-hmm. like find my exact focus and what I really needed to like focus on with my okay. brand. So now I'm doing, I'm, it's still five ninety nine, but okay. it makes more sense because it's more people, so, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so when someone comes to you, is it just, um, do you promote any brand on like your website or they have to be, uh, like a certain status, uh, no, somewhere be- in it? Uh, can I be a brand new business and be like, I want to be on Young and Wealthy website? Yeah. So during that time where we like, was, well, when I was trying to like refocus and figure out what exactly was like my brand target, mm-hmm. the target is actually new business owners. Right. So it's, you know, if you're already, if you're already established entrepreneur, you can of course still participate. But mm-hmm. our main target audience is people who just don't know where to start and then they do start and they need that platform. Okay. That would be the perfect person to join our website. Okay. When did you take it to the next level? So 2017, you say you got it started after you got fired. Mm. When was, um, cause you say you, you was about to run it up. You thought you was going to yeah, run it I up 2020. It up. So between 2018 and 2019, I'm assuming you, um, had a lot of progress during that time. So how was that during those years before COVID? So before COVID, I was in school. I was in college at Texas Southern university from 2015 to 2019. Mm-hmm. So after I got fired from the spot where I was telling you about, mm-hmm. I was still working. I was working, I worked two jobs when I was in college, and then I was still working on my business. So okay. I never really felt like I can fully commit to my business. Until it started making money? Until, well, even like it was making money during, during the events, but I just had so much on my plate, I just couldn't see my business 
funding my lifestyle at the time because okay. I just couldn't. So in 2020, once I started like really seeing like after I discovered, okay, I can sell this apparel. I posted like a mock-up of something and like people went crazy. So I'm mm. like, man, I got to get, you know, <laughs> the, the real right. Thing <laughs> <laughs> like that was the real example of like God doing everything for a reason because that just redirected me into a whole nother stream of income pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so by July of 2020, I ended up, uh, I revamped the website, put it back up and I added the apparel. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first time making like money, like okay. digital. And that's a whole nother. I mean, I was making it during a, you know, the five ninety nine, but that right. was, that wasn't really much of nothing, but just apparel with the apparel. Is different, right. So fast I'm like, flowing. yeah, I had to, I made like 2000 in 20 minutes. I okay. think I mentioned it. Yeah. And that was just like, amazing to me like some mm -hmm. entrepreneurs who are like you know higher up they be making a million dollars an hour and right. like i just selling felt, out instantly right i was very like grateful to make that because you know when you are an entrepreneur you don't really you believe but you don't think you other gotta people see it really. a lot yeah. right so you gotta see it when i saw that i was like this is it like no matter if it's ups and downs like mm -hmm. i gotta stick with it okay so making that when you saw that come through what was your um like first thing reaction when you're looking at the the online, you thank like you, that? Lord. <laughs> for real, I was just like, thank you, thank uh -huh. you, Lord. Because did just, you have enough inventory for um, for that? Yeah, I did. Okay, I did. All right. Yep. Now, after COVID, COVID was crazy. The year, a lot of um, a lot of businesses went under during COVID. Small mm -hmm. businesses, um, and a lot of um, they had a lot of um. Loans, I'll say. Did you get right. a PPP loan for Young and Wealthy? No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I actually, I tried. That mm -hmm. was that was a real, like, <laughs> that was a crazy part of my life because I tried three times. And the crazy thing about it is they have on record mm -hmm. that I got something. And I want the world to know that I did not get anything. Like, everybody around me, they got the PPP. I was like so upset because at the time I, my shit. I was like really like you had to be there like one of my friends who we were like in a progress together mm -hmm. like the cutoff date was June 28th okay. and she and I were like both waiting and I'm like this is it like I'm about to use this money flip this to that mm -hmm. and she wrote me she was like I got it she called me and she was like oh my gosh she just I'm like God, I know I'm up next. Like, I know it's <laughs> Next thing you know, I would say about like an hour later, I got that rejection uh, email. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I swear to God, like I had, I was so broke around that time because was banking on it. I was banking on it. Mm -hmm. And from June 28th, my birthday is July 16th. From okay. June 28th to July 16th, I don't know how, but I ran up like, I had to run up like $10,000 or $15,000. I just went to hustling because I was so mad at myself for like, just, I waited for that from January to, ju to June 28th. Mm -hmm. So in between that time, I was still doing stuff with my business. But in my head, I was like, I'll like, catch I, up later. Like, you right. know, I'm about to I ain't going money. hard as I should right. be because I know I got this money coming in. But that, that taught me a valuable lesson. Like, you can't, nothing is promised right. until it's in your hands. Exactly. So, no, I didn't get any loans. Okay. So a after that, um, how you, um, you say, um, they still got you getting one, though. How do you so, get that off? I don't know. It's a way that you have to, like... It's a lot. Like, Send I think you got to, like, mail, but... Yeah, they know stuff that people really don't want to do. Right. <laughs> mail Just, shit. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, but after that, what was the um process after COVID? Yeah, I don't want to say after, because, of course, it's still going on, but mm -hmm. the big old wave of COVID, I should say. What was the process for the business after that? 
So my business actually, like I know you said a lot of people business suffered. My business, uh, so March 2020, COVID happened. And then by July 2020, I launched the website. So I had um another one of my partners mm-hmm. that I was um working with. Um, he and I, we had got like a suite. We got a suite to work out of. So we got the suite from July to November. Okay. And so I was just still strictly online, but like people were picking up, like it was flowing. Like okay. I was grateful for it. So I'm like, you know, I got to keep this going. So by the time November came, he just wasn't really feeling it because I don't know why. He just was like, you know, we had it for three months. We wanted to see how it was going to work out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, he just. Wasn't enough traffic for him? It wasn't enough traffic for him, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So he just stopped. So I was like, before that, we were working out of his house. Like, he had a room about this size. So mm-hmm. we were, like, printing and pressing the T-shirts out of his house. And I'm like, I know I can't do that. And so um, I just, like, my go-to for everything when I'm in a tight spot, mm-hmm. I just pray. Because they say prayer is, like, very powerful. And okay. since I've been using it, I've noticed that it really is. So I just prayed. I'm like, God, I just, you know, just help me find a spot to where I can just keep, you know, keep you things going. Brother. So November, I would say by December second, mm-hmm. um, my bad. By December second, I was driving up Chapatulas mm-hmm. and I spotted this uh, storefront like building. Vacancy. Yeah. Okay. And so I called the number and the owner and I we we arranged some things and then from there I got my own spot. Okay. And so it was like up from there. Like after that, it was like it's time yeah, to go. Time All right. Go. When you um get a um retail s- spot for your own, can you like Decorating and add stuff like mm-hmm. that you want to it. Uh, yeah, you can do. Well, from my experience, like uh, the landlord that I was working with, he like he didn't really care. But mm-hmm. I've talked to other people and they stated like sometimes you know you can't change the colors of the wall, you right. can't. But I just kept it real simple mm-hmm. when I had it because I just didn't want to, you know, go around much. anybody else's. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Now. Young and wealthy, is it with an O or a U? Because yours, um, I think your page got a U mm-hmm. and a business page has a O. Which one is it? So, I'm young and wealthy without okay. the O. All right. Because um, it's like cool and cliche to have okay. the Y-U-N-G. <laughs> okay. So, um, that's me. But the brand is young with an O. Okay. And so, um, the website, when I first got the domain, mm-hmm. youngwealth.com, it's without an O as well. Okay. I um I don't know why I did that. I thought that I wanted the company to be without an O, but once I really realized, like, okay, this is going to be like a million dollar corporation right, you without a, you know, I wanted it to look classy look. Yeah, Uh-oh, so the regular. O. Okay, I want to um we talked a little bit about the brand, but I want to talk about you as a person and how did you become this business owner? And are you from New Orleans? I'm from New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, how was it growing up in New Orleans? Or how is it growing up in New Orleans? Um, honestly, growing up in New Orleans, it was like on some like, don't let the looks in a pretty face fool you because okay. I've really seen a lot. I've mm-hmm. like been through a lot, but I don't know. I just, I, I still love New Orleans. Like I love the city, but mm-hmm. I just don't see myself here like in the future All right. because it's just, I don't know. It's just more bigger. Life. Yeah. It's more mm-hmm. life. It's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you hear a lot of people say that. Um, when gro- when growing up in middle school and high school, what kind of kid were you? I was always very quiet, 
shy, timid, mm-hmm. humble, sweet, and um, like if I did say something, mm-hmm. like it was like something that you probably was thinking, like you might like it, but the other person might not. Like I'm always okay. saying what people is thinking, like I'm not afraid to say what what's okay. on my mind, but I don't speak often if that makes sense. Okay. Did you see yourself being in this role in high school or in college? Did you see yourself making something like this? What did you see for yourself before being a business owner? What you thought you was going to be a planned so on being? in high school, I was like, when you do the, uh, what you call it at the end of the year, you have to do like a career, um, career know. field, like, Oh yeah. Something, something um, you think you going to yeah. do, where you want to be so at. So I thought that I was going to be a, um, what you call it? Well, I went, I went to school for pharmacy at first, and then I was doing, oh, I thought I was going to be an engineer. Okay, what but, kind? Um, I forgot. All Once right. I started thinking about my business, that all that, was <laughs> all that went away, huh? But, yeah, I went to school. I was planning to be an engineer at mm-hmm. first, and then I went to school to be for pharmacy, but I'm not really too good at math, so I was like, you know what? I have to do what I want to do. Like, I was doing that for my mama, okay. my grandma. You know, they were like, nursing, pharmacists, they mm-hmm. always going to have money, but... As an entrepreneur, you you know it's harder, but you always gonna have money too. You just gotta, right. you gotta plan keep and keep going. Yeah. Okay. Um, in college, so did you go to college for engineering or business? No, or? So I actually went to college for psychology. Okay. I switched it like my third year. All right. And I went for psychology, and then I um no, it was like my second year, and I felt safe in that mm-hmm. field mm-hmm. because I was like learning about myself. I was learning about other people. I was learning about the human brain and. Stuff that's help, that you um that's gonna be helpful for, help for you. Yeah, day to day. Okay. Um, how was college at TSU in Houston? Leaving New Orleans, going to another state. It was like the best experience ever. Mm-hmm. College itself, TSU was like more so like a high school type of feel. Yeah, Drake got a song called TSU. Yeah. It's a real popular university. <laughs> but I I didn't really like. I met like maybe two or three friends that I mm-hmm. I didn't really do what I was supposed to do in college as far as like, you know, the college like experience okay. because I just was always so focused about young well, like working for young well, like as if it was like a child, like just pushing it. So I just was like, I would go out, you know, in mm-hmm. the Houston, Houston nightlife. But when it came to like college parties and stuff, it was very rare. Like I did, I just went to the first TSU um, homecoming this year. As an alumna. As, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to no, none in school, huh? I went my last year, and then okay. this year, yeah. All right. So, uh, since Houston, um, a lot of people like to think of Texas and Louisiana, I'll say, as um, close cousins. What's mm-hmm. the difference between Houston and New Orleans? Is, or is there a difference? Um, It's very much so a difference. So I still be back and forth from Houston to New Orleans. Okay. And so, um, like, I come home. So I'm in Houston actually on the weekends. So I right. told you I was coming back from out of town. So I come home like literally to readjust, mm-hmm. rest. But Houston is like the minute I touch down in the city of Houston, <laughs> like I'm on go because nah, stop, huh? the people, you know, they encourage you. Like they really getting to it out there. Like mm-hmm. it ain't even just about money. Like it's like people who are really like setting their future up mm-hmm. the right way, doing the right things. And it's like, it's very encouraging. It's inspiring. And I don't feel like I feel less than there in a good way. Okay. So you feel like I, I, I kind of get what you're saying. You feel less than, but you you don't feel less than like shit. Everybody just, it's cause a lot of people are 
at a good stage and they're pushing right. towards something bigger. So than it makes me want to push. Yeah, right. Yeah. Understand it. Now, I want to touch on social media as well because social media is a big thing. It's a lifesaver for a lot of businesses, mm-hmm. and um, it's a detriment for a lot of people. Right. How has social media benefited young and wealthy and yourself? So, if you look at the analytics of like on my profile. Mm-hmm. Most of my referrals and like profile clicks okay. come from Instagram. All right. So I would say like maybe like fifty percent of it is like direct traffic, like people are actually typing it in, mm-hmm. and then the other half is like people are seeing it via social media. Okay. So Instagram has definitely helped my business like a lot. Okay. Um, the young and wealthy team. How did you develop a team of people you could trust with your brand? And things like that. I would say just really just being open and honest mm-hmm. with people. Like I, um, when I first started like looking for people to help me, mm-hmm. I, you know, I assured because a lot of people think, you know, when you are an entrepreneur, that you just have money, <laughs> and it's literally <laughs> it ain't that. It's huh? literally to not get like money. that. Like we really Especially trying to consistent get consistent money. So you, well, for me, I just really. Like, the people that I do have that work with me, I just was straight up honest with them. I'm like, you know, this brand is going to be a multi-million dollar company. Okay. But I can start you off, like, giving you this. So Mm -hmm. I started off, like, just giving apparel. Like, at the time, Mm -hmm. that's all I had to give was apparel. And then once I started, you know, making money, I set a rate. So I was able to pay them something Mm -hmm. and then so on and so forth. So it kind of was just a thing to where, like, the people, because some people, they don't want no hoodie and a t-shirt. Right. Like, you know, they want to get paid. Salary, right? So I was just able to just determine, like, and I don't knock those people because I probably wouldn't want to go to nobody and he's telling me they're going to start me off just giving me a hoodie. Or, you know, mm-hmm. but if it's somebody, you see their vision, you're going you gonna to work with it. So I'm just very thankful that. I, I'm glad you said that because this is um, this kind of like a popular um, topic on social media right now. Really? Kind of like off topic, um, but. Glorilla and Summer Walker with them paying personal assistance. Um, I think Glorilla rate was um five fifty, mm-hmm. and I forgot what Summer Walker was. I think it was like I don't know, like two thousand a month or something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um people, I was like, how are people gonna live on five fifty? How are people gonna live on two thousand a month? And a lot of people on the other side are like, it's an opportunity though for you to be around certain people who have right. money and just you can network with people. Where you stand on that side? I'm on that side, the, mm-hmm. the side where it's the opportunity and you can network with people. Because, mm-hmm. shit, I was even thinking about it. I'm like, let me try to hit up Glorilla. Let that's me go a, hit up. <laughs> that's a great opportunity. And people, right. um, they really, like, well, not they. Some people, like like you said, it's people that's on this side of the fence and it's people that's right. on the other side of the fence. Most people, they don't want to be the worker. Right. And you have to be cool with being... The boss, the worker, the janitor, mm-hmm. the second, like playing all those roles. So when you put your pride and your ego to the side and you take out the number 550 and just max out the possible opportunities right. that you can get from, you know, nobody's saying that you got to sign a life contract over to being Glorilla's assistant. Exactly. You could do it for two to three weeks, a month, two months, and see how you like it. And you might, shit, you now know. You might end up, you might end up being. Right. Way more than five fifty a week. If you put, if you um, I guess if you go up there and do the job and you prove yourself to be valuable, right? Then like more than five fifty, I'm sure it's more opportunity on a week doing right. stuff yeah. like that. Okay, now 
I got some cards right here. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit the um unwind. It's a relationship debates cards. Okay. It's just to get my guests a little bit. I guess let the supporters see a different side of the Lala of the right. business of you. So we're gonna ask a few questions. If you don't want to answer a couple, just don't answer a couple. Okay. All right. You cool? I'm cool. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right. After dating your significant other for a year, you find out they have a child they never told you about. What happens next? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy because I always like imagine myself being in those type of relief. I mean Situations you imagine I, yourself in them? Not imagine, but I be just thinking like, <laughs> what the hell would I would do? Uh-huh. And I like my mind said that I would want to like kill everybody. All right. But in my heart, I probably would just have to like really just take that L and mm-hmm. really like just go on about my life. Does um does a guy have a chance after that? No, not with me. No. Okay. Let me um go to another one. So it's a no. Yeah, it's a no for me. Um, you're married. And your spouse tells you that they slept around while you were dating. While you were dating, would this change anything? Um, he married. Tough one. I feel like I feel like it definitely would, mm-hmm. but if they're telling it to me, okay, I gotta respect it, mm-hmm. and I just probably would have to really see like where I could go from there. But it definitely like my trust, the trust would be broken. Mm-hmm. So that would be, it'd be a lot of rebuilding. And once my trust is gone, it's like. It's, it's tough to get it back. It's, it's very tough to get it back. So. Okay. Um, What are some things a man can do after something like that, though, to build trust back? You got to probably. <laughs> <laughs> you got to move the earth, huh? Yeah, you got you to gotta get this person. I don't know. You got you to gotta move the earth for real, for real. But. You got to kill like, her. Real, yeah, real, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, you they, had a meme, they had a meme that said that if you say you don't talk to her, then shoot her then. Right, yeah. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> but in my head, that's who I am. But when okay. I think about stuff like Logical. logically, I'd be like, you know, gotcha. people are human. Everybody make mistakes. I'm All not right. perfect. The, the person not perfect. So I feel like it'll be a way that you probably can go around it, especially if you really love the person. So. Okay. Is cheating a mistake or it's something you do deliberate? I feel like it's a mistake sometimes, mm-hmm. and then most times it's something that's done like okay deliberately. Got you. What's an um example of a mistake you made? You don't agree, huh? No, no, agree? no, 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 so I I, like, no. Um, I'm just asking. I'm not on either side right here. I feel like it can be something to where like man or woman. Um. It's something that you will forgive your guy for. It, it, it seemed like a mistake. I don't know, maybe just like, I don't know, maybe I should have never said this. I should never say Think this. so? Yeah. What you think? Um, a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I think it depends on what you had in life. Yeah. At your, well, your age. Uh-huh. I think it depends on age. Like, if you young, okay, cool. It'd be a mistake, but once you get like to a certain age where we both adults, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a mistake because you took your time out to do it. Do it yeah. You had to avoid me, lie to me, do stuff like that. Right. But young, when you ain't just thinking of nothing, you just, I guess, what they say, having fun. Right. It could be a mistake, but once you get older and you get develop your own reasons and your own logical things, it took too no much right. for you to do all that. So it depends on where you're at in years to me. All right, we're going to do a couple more. Uh, 
gonna try to stay off the significant other ones. A woman is receiving child support, but her child is well taken care of. So she used the money to buy th- nice things for herself. Mm-hmm. Is that appropriate? Explain. How they know the child well taken care of though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel it's just like, the call. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like some some women do abuse the financial support from the okay. child support. But at the end of the day, like a lot of these men, like when they aren't in a child's life, right? That's that's a burden on a woman. It's like that, you know, yes. that's a lot itself. So I feel like whatever that woman wanna do, as long as that child is being well taken care of, like you said, mm-hmm. then so be it. Yeah, I think it's t- like when I as I um, got older, like the money, I, I I used to look at like, damn, he paying that much money in child support. Right. But when I, well, now that I have a, like a kid, right. I would see if I remove myself from this situation, like the kid, mm-hmm. and it's just a single mother, I'd be like, it'd be hard when I'm in here by myself with my right. baby. It'd be like, damn, you need a break. Yeah, so yeah. I see why they be paying all that money because a nanny is needed. Like Literally. a single mother, that's tough. Yeah. All right, last one. I'm going to let you pick this one. The lucky one. You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Your significant other becomes religiously divorced and they don't want the children to celebrate Christmas because of their new belief. How mm. would you handle this? Okay, you um you talk a lot about um you putting your life in to God, praying more. What you think about that? So I would it's crazy because I feel like I'm at that that cross pat right now okay. with myself. Mm-hmm. Because I believe in like religion, I believe in like spirituality, all that. Mm-hmm. But Christmas, like the holidays, are fake. Right. So that's why I'm at, and like my mom and them, they like, girl, you gonna come over here and celebrate Christmas and New Year's and all that. But we, I we feel at like, the same space right now. Yeah, I we feel like it's like I like for example, like I still want my boyfriend to give me a Christmas gift, <laughs> but <laughs> but I don't want it to be like. Merry Christmas. You want to be like, yeah, hey, go. Uh, pretty much. And I feel like when I do have kids, like, I don't, I'm not going to, like, force that on them. Like, I'm not okay. going to force those holidays on them. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to always create a safe space. Like, it just shouldn't be on Thanksgiving, on the 25th of December, you know. Right, it should be regular I feel like it should be, yeah. So, okay. I wouldn't, like, I would agree with however my person want to, you know, as long as it's, like, not... They won't sit in a dark room longer, like nothing too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you um, you the parent who go um, tell your um children the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus fake. Are no, you gonna I'm probably let them? I'm gonna let them. I'm probably gonna let them believe it up until like I ain't gonna spoil it for them. Okay, but I don't want to contradict myself because I too fair and everything. Yeah, like I want them to experience, experience that, that, but at a certain age, you yeah. let them know. All right. Daddy and mama got these gifts right. for y'all. <laughs> hey. All right. I want to get more to the um, the young and wealthy brand because right now, we um, like I said, we, we about to end off 2022. Mm-hmm. How has the brand been treating you 2022? You say it's been a good year for you and you found stability. Mm-hmm. Is that financial stability, emotional stability, just life stability, period, or all three? I would say financial stability. Okay. I did found emotional stability as well. There's all three, but mm-hmm. my main focus this year was just financial stability. Okay. So um, I did have a rough patch. So I mentioned the store to you. So I don't have the store anymore. Okay. So July of this year, that was like what one would probably think is like 
my downfall of the year. Okay. And honestly, I thought it was too at first, All but right. like I said, it's like everything happens for a reason because the way it worked out, like I moved from the store, got a December 2020, moved July of 2022 mm-hmm. due to the owner, his own personal reasons. He just wanted his building back for mm-hmm. whatever reasons. I didn't question it. You know, that was his space. So I just... Took it on the chin. You know, took it on the chin. And then it was right before my birthday. And it was kind of sort of like the first situation I mentioned with the job. Okay. And so I just, I didn't understand. I called my friend. I was crying. And she was like, la la, like, why are you crying? She was like, this happened to you every time. Every time this happened, God, you know, bless you. he blessed you even more. And so I was like, you know what? You right. Went on my birthday trip. I enjoyed myself. And then I came back. August was like kind of hard for me because okay. it was like reality was sitting in. Because mm-hmm. I was really you know, creating my stability with the store. I was doing pop-up shops every week. So I was like, really, I was eating, All but right. I was still, was still like, I was having to reinvest. So I was just like, right before that, I was just seeing like some type of profit. Profit. Okay. So August, I was like kind of depressed. And then, um, I got back straight, like September, October, I just started rebranding for, my website okay. and like now I'm strictly online. So as I mentioned before, I was like that at first. Mm-hmm. And when I got the storefront, I really was just supposed to use it to just work and ship. But by it being, it had that storefront feel. I'm like, I'm about to you just make it out of a out. store. Okay. So I feel like when I did that, I went a whole nother way, okay. which I should have just stayed in the e-commerce lane, which I was already in. Okay. So now it's like, I'm just back in that lane and I just, I'm happy because like it's, like, I see my profit. I don't have to, like, it's just a lot that came with the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So. It's less, um, it's, it should be, um, it's, it should be less, um, cost though, right? Without, you don't have to pay yeah. a rent each month to the store. At first it was less cost, but I was making the money. So once I started making that money from the store, I had stopped promoting online, like okay. within the past year. So it was like when August came, like my profit went down, like literally to about like, Little to nothing, pretty much. So I'm okay. like, I got to figure it out. Like, I got to, you know, get the website back running. And so once I did that, it's like, it, you know, I'm not really spending nothing now. I'm just. Okay. So um, when that happens, when the storefronts goes down, you say you have to rebrand. Who do you go to? Do you sit in the room by yourself mm-hmm. and map it out yourself? How do you get that done? Yeah, that's what I do. I just, I have a book. I call it my million dollar sketchbook. Mm-hmm. And I just. I write, so I have this book called, um, a journal called God is My CEO. Okay. So I start my morning all by, like, just writing in that, mm-hmm. and it has, like, just different prompts, like, Lord, today I thank you for, and then forgive me for, and then dear God, and, you know, I express my feelings to him, and then I, um, like, when I do that, I kind of get, like, a, like, a feel of, like, where to start my day at, okay. or what I need to do, and then I pull out my sketchbook. And then if I'm already working on a project, I'll just continue to, you know, scratch things off the list. Or if mm-hmm. I'm starting on one, I'll just brainstorm and just always write things down because I, I like to go back and see, you know, the progress. progress. So, yeah, I would just sit in a room. Sometimes I go to the park, um, a cafe, just wherever okay. I feel. It's like a movie. Go to the park, the cafe, the <laughs> coffee shop, get in the car, get your laptop out. All right. Um, What do you see? I guess, where do you see Young Wealth? Because you say multi-million business. Mm-hmm. How do you scale to become a multi-million business? Multi-million so, dollar business. Just, um, just so I'll give you all a tip. So this is like a real, 
I sat down with this man. He's like a millionaire. Okay, we're going to exclusive. Yeah, all right. Let me billionaire. He, he, he close to being a billionaire. And okay. my uncle introduced me to him. Um, my uncle, who I'm talking about, he actually, he gave me the name for Young Wealth. Okay. So I was, I had all ideas. I just didn't know what to call it. And he's like a mastermind. So he had like just different businesses lined up. He like, you know, Young Wealth sound like it will fit the criteria of, you know, so, um, one of his friends, he uh, he's an entrepreneur. He said he's been an entrepreneur for like a long time. Just gave me his whole backstory. Uh, he and I and my uncle, we all went out to dinner, and he introduced affiliate marketing to me. Okay. So um, I don't know if you you heard of affiliate marketing. Yeah. So I never thought about doing affiliate marketing in my own company. I was okay. thinking about being an affiliate marketer for like Amazon or somebody. like you know somebody else. So. Okay. When he showed it to me and broke it down on like how it's helped his business, mm -hmm. I was like, I have to implement this. So I I did it. Like I implemented it starting from once I redid it in my website in August. And like I'm talking about people from like when I say global, I'm mm -hmm. just experiencing that, that global feel because people from like Jamaica, Japan, Australia, just from me having people from different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. Signed up to be affiliate marketing. I paid them a percentage. So if you sell a $60 hoodie, you get 20% of that. Okay. But if it's a person who could like sell 10 to 20 hoodies, they getting, you know, a percentage wow. and I'm getting my money too. And they, in New York, they might know people in China. So it's like, okay, that's how I plan on scaling it. Just making, growing my, my affiliate marketing team. Okay. So, um, for the people who don't know what affiliate marketing is, like she just explained, it's basically like, it's basically like if I was on here, and I sold, if I'm on here on the TV podcast and I'd be like, Young and Wealthy sponsoring this, mm -hmm. go to our website, go grab a couple hoodies, right. grab that and put my, um, put my link or like mm -hmm. put TVizzles 20 or something. Right. You will know it came from my, um, audience. So I get some of that, um, sell off the hoodie. Yes. All right. Um, so how that been working for you? So it's been working. It worked out really well. So I ran it, um, ran a test. For Black Friday. Okay. And so for Black Friday, I did really well. The only thing about online, you have to be like strategic with everything. Okay. So like with the pop-up shops, when I had the store, I used to could just be like, oh, Friday, I'm doing a pop-up shop. Y'all pull up. But with mm -hmm. the website, it's like everything has to be strategic because if I don't have stuff in store and then people, you know, come run it up on a the website, then that's right. a whole nother problem. Right. So it worked, but I just like, I'm really just. As I'm now, like, I did pretty good for Black Friday. So now I'm just taking a time out mm -hmm. instead of always just trying to, you know, push, 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 push and plan. So, trying to get ready for the next right. big day, which is probably Christmas or New Year's coming up. Yeah. Um. So when you got rid of the shop, what do you make your inventory at now? So I have, um, like, a it's like a little small studio space. Okay. And I just, most of my stuff, so I've been, like, getting a lot of it custom. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't really been pressing it myself. All right. So I just keep... My inventory, like, at the studio space, if I got to, like, ship a mail some off, I do it from there. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, on the um, website and your Instagram page, you have a raffle going on right now. Mm -hmm. Tell the people about the raffle. So, the raffle, it's a $10 raffle. You pay $10. Mm -hmm. You get a $100 Visa gift card. You also get a $100 Young Wealth gift card. So, you can purchase any service off of our website, any product, any mm -hmm. apparel, um, also get free AirPods and then a free Young World hoodie of your choice. Dang, so, so so you mean to tell me if I want to give you ten dollars, I get all that? That's like five hundred dollars worth of stuff. It's like five hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. Okay, and you came up with it by yourself. Yeah. 
So you don't get no help. Nope. Dang. That's tough. Um, also, I seen you have a book. It's making it happen and get shit done. Mm-hmm. Where you came up with that from? Um, just procrastinating. I wrote something. Like, I had an essay to do when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was on procrastination. And I ran by that, like, in 2019. And everything that I wrote then, I was still experiencing now. Okay. And that's, like, one of my things. I don't like to be stuck like i graduated high school in 2015 so i'm like wow 2015 to 2019 that's a four-year time span and i'm still talking about the same stuff so i just kind of like reinvented it and like actually implemented the stuff that i was talking about in my book in my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. so i thought that you know other people might suffer with procrastination too and turns out a lot of people are procrastinators so yeah so it was okay um what are some things that Lariel does outside of her business that somebody wouldn't know some hobbies you have? Um, I like to read a lot. Mm-hmm. I like to write. I like to draw. Well, I like You should be an author then, right? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, should be I an like, author. I don't know. Like, I like, I like going out mm-hmm. every now and then like with my friends. Okay. Like, I got to have just one crazy night, fun out night month. out the money at least. <laughs> But for the most part, I'm real. Like, people really think that I'm just, like, always out turning up. For the most part, half of the time, I'm inside. I'm I'm a real homebody. Mm -hmm. I'm a cancer. So they say, like, our sign is, like, we really are crabs. Like, I go into my shell, and I don't want to be bothered with nobody until I won't be bothered. So Makes sense. I like to just focus on myself, like, in that that time, that time period, and do things to enhance myself. Like, I'm just always trying to evolve. Okay, um, what's the who are who are some people who inspire you in the business world? Um, Milano. Okay, I will always like say her. I don't know if you know her, you know oh. Milano. So she's a entrepreneur. She has a clothing brand. She's from Philly. Okay, a lot of people know her from being Meek's baby mama, but okay. I knew her before. Well, I don't. I didn't know her personally. I followed her via Instagram before okay. that, and she's literally like been on her grind like way before she was known to be that. Mm-hmm. And once she got with him, he just you know he of course boosted her brand, but okay. she's been like just. Like, I remind myself of her, and I don't even compare myself to nobody, but I just, like, her story, her dad is incarcerated, mm-hmm. been incarcerated since she was little, same thing for me, and she just, she dedicated, like, she always just going, putting her all into her business, she stand on mm-hmm. Milano D. Rouge, and that's how I am by my brand, like, everybody knew me when they see me, what's up, young, well, young and wealthy, so I just, I like how she, you know, she didn't really made a name for herself, and okay. now she has, like, warehouse, she just... She's a phenomenal person. If you look her up, you'll see like all the great things that she's doing. Okay. So that's one person who I really like. So okay. my help, my my head to him. Okay. That's um. I, I guess you um see that y'all that connection in uh. Yeah. All right now to close to close out this year. What what do you have for the people other than the raffle that's coming up? And when when is the raffle date? When does it end? It ends on December twenty seventh. Okay, two days after Christmas. Yeah. All right. So what do you have for the people after that to end this so, year off? I, to end this year off, I was, um, so it was actually supposed to be on yesterday. Okay. So it's not really going to end the year off. It's going to start the year off, but it was a part of this year's plan. Okay. So I'm going to do, um, I'm going to rent out a, a van that's this a transportation company. Okay. That was Burton's Transit. Okay. So um, I know the guy, so I just wanted to, been wanting to support him. So mm-hmm. I'm going to rent out like a Sprinter. 
and I'm going to have, like, maybe, like, 10 or 15 of my little cousins, my nieces and nephews, ages, like, 4 to 11. Okay. And I'm going to, of course, give, give them some young world apparel, and I'm going to take them, like, on a personal field trip and okay. just, you know, let them enjoy the day while they're out of school. And then That's after dope. that, I want to just go feed about 20 people. So okay. I don't really... I be want to do it like real big, but like I said, it's just me. So I, I do what I can okay. when I can. So Okay. So it's just you. One one woman on me. I was about to say one man on me. So yep. you don't ha- you don't have no plans of getting any help to help you? So I I don't I don't know. Like I don't know where I <laughs> I just keep going because like if I stop and try to wait for help to come, mm-hmm. then I'ma just be waiting. So I feel like eventually, um, like with the team of people that I have that that you know, was work on me that do help me on certain things. Like mm-hmm. when I had the shop, they were helping me run a shop and stuff like that. I have a virtual assistant in mm-hmm. the Philippines, but they don't really, you know, mm-hmm. that don't really count, I guess. But um, I feel like when the time is right, God will send like a the like a right team okay. in for me to really like. Okay, I I, I got like a theory with that. Like with some entrepreneurs and creators, mm-hmm. it's hard to find like help. At least close help because, at least from my perspective, you can find people, but you don't find people who, since it's your vision, you want to look for somebody who has, like, that same drive and Mm -hmm. vision as you. So, and your partner, you will want them to see young and wealthy like they baby. Yeah, for real. But it's hard to find people who have the same vision as you and the same drive when it comes to your own brand. Like, for me to find somebody who has, like, the same... I guess consistency and dedication for like T visuals. Mm-hmm. It'll be hard because it ain't theirs. They right. ain't they ain't start up from the bottom. They ain't have like the small cameras. They ain't start off with no mics. Mm-hmm. So they just see this. But right. if you see the beginning where you brainstorming and stuff like that, when you was in the, when you was at the restaurant thinking mm-hmm. of young and wealthy, it's hard to see that. So right. that's my theory on why I, people no, can't find people. I definitely agree though. Okay. I now feel, okay. you go ahead. Finish up. No, I, I feel like this upcoming year, like twenty twenty three. I have to, because I do a lot, and I've done a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't really document it. Like, okay. I've done, like, a lot of great things. Like, even some of my events, I don't really, I be so in a moment. I be so happy. I just, you, don't have you the, know. The, the video, I don't the pictures, be having, Yeah, so my goal for 2023 is just to document stuff more so that people, because people, they know what it is, but they don't really know. Like, you ask, like, you know, you might have heard, but you, you mm-hmm. don't really know. So that documentation, it'll show, like, okay, this is what, they the don't. brand does, and that way, like people will be able to gravitate to it even more. Okay. So you have, you ever thought about um having like um paying like celebrities and stuff like to for your um, apparel, like to model your apparel and stuff. I seen you just had like a drop with your apparel yeah. that I um, mentioned with a DM. I thought about it, but I haven't really. So I struggle with just finding like the right people. No, not the right people. The right um designs because okay. like i get tired of this but at the same time i love it like this okay. is just a plane so i have these Simple, in like red black all different colors people love them but after mm-hmm. a while i'd be like okay i want something else custom yeah. exclusive stuff so i haven't really gotten like um i don't know if you know the trail with made in the hood oh yeah yeah so okay. you know he has like his logo is the ghost oh yeah my so, um he actually got some shorts in it Shirt, mm-hmm. couple shirts from my day. So my symbol is a diamond, but I haven't like I love how he implement the ghost and everything. Right. So I just haven't really found a way to get creative with my designs yet. But mm-hmm. when I do, that's when I really want to start reaching out to influencers and like paying them to. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 
So, um, Young and Wealthy is the brand. Multi-million dollar business. How far you think you are from that? I know it's hard to ask somebody that, but how far I you think like you are off? I'm not far from it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not far from it. All right. Um, how has New Orleans influenced you as a person? New Orleans just made me want to go hard, like hard. Mm-hmm. Made me want to just, like New Orleans truly, when people be like, my city made me who I am, New Orleans mm-hmm. like honestly made me who I am because I was always like pushed to like not do what I saw. Okay. So if I would have just been in an environment to where like I just had like it was peaches and cream, like I didn't grow up in a bad environment at all, but my daddy hustled. Mm-hmm. My mama, she always kept a good job. So it's like I had, but I still had to see some things that I shouldn't have saw. So it's like if I would have just had everything laid out, maybe like grew up in Eastover and mm-hmm. had a nice big house, I wouldn't <laughs> have had the push to like, okay, you know, want like I wanted to, I always wanted to make my own money because my daddy friends, they would come like hang out around our house. Mm-hmm. And um, I would, like, sell them, like, I would make frozen cups. Mm-hmm. I would sell them, like, chips. And I used to have, like, maybe, like, at eight, I used to have, like, five, make, like, $500 a week or something. Like, I just Dang. always just wanted. to over tip, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so. give you $20 for a bag of chips. Not a week. Right? I would say two weeks. I might be stretching saying a week. Shit, that's but. still a lot of eight years old. <laughs> but that just made me, like, like, if I was, you know, a spoiled bread. Yeah, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have had to do that. I wanted to do that. So I feel like being from New Orleans, like me growing up, like where I stayed at, Mm -hmm. it was like literally we were like the hood on this side. We stayed like the good part and then the hood again. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. In between the New Orleans. Um, I got a couple either ors for you. Um, See what you prefer out of all this. About music, movies and stuff. TV shows, a TV series, a movie for you. I would say a movie. Okay. Um, we're going to go with this um, music side. Nicki Minaj or uh, Cardi B? Music. Uh, now, listen, y'all. If I blow up Nicki and Cardi, okay? <laughs> this I- is just music. <laughs> that's why That's why I primarily say music only. Because yeah, people be I- like, oh, you don't like... If you pick Cardi, oh, you don't like Nicki. Right. No, we talking about music only. I'm about to say, I love them both. But I would honestly say Nicki... Mm-hmm. She got she got bars. Right. Cardi had bars too. I love Cardi's personality. Mm-hmm. I love Nicki Minaj music. Cause sometimes Nicki, like, especially in this day and age, like she just be rubbing me the wrong way sometimes. But mm-hmm. I she probably just misunderstood. I don't know. But Cardi, she comes off as like this bubbly individual, you know. Mm-hmm. Like somebody but, you see every day next to you. Right. Okay. Um I like Nicki music. Um, you like R and B or rap more? Which one in your playlist? Definitely rap, unless I'm, like, in my feelings mm-hmm. or something, and I'll put on some R&B. Okay. Um, music you listening to, Drake or Kanye? Drake. All the way, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Durk or Lil Baby? Ooh, Lil Baby has recently just become one of my new favorites. Okay. So both of them. Like, they both on my title stream. I stream them both the most. So. Okay. Can't um, even pick. <laughs> date night or staying in? Date night. Okay. Um... Bowling or the skating ring? The skating ring. California or New York? New York. Okay. That's a wrap for um, the either or. <laughs> you got any last thing you want to say for the people? Um, I just want to thank you for allowing me to come mm-hmm. on your podcast, your mm-hmm. platform. And 
I just want to encourage all entrepreneurs, if you're an upcoming entrepreneur, keep going. Set your goals, set your standards, set your price. Mm-hmm. My price is my price, like right. his shirt says. You hear me? <laughs> and you really got to believe in yourself if, like, nobody else do. And it's going to be some time to where you feel like giving up. I think I'm finally past that stage to where, like, I'm, like, I'm going to give up. But I've been there to where I just was like, you know what? I got to go get a job in my field. I got to do something. Okay. But that's not what I want to do. So do what you want to do. Follow your dreams and just be the best you. You know, this is a journey that we're on. So make it the best. Like, don't be too hard on yourself. Just live your life and just, like, do a good job at doing it. Be kind to people. You never know what the next person is going through. And just, like, I don't know, run it up. (laughs) I guess everybody Facts. Tape Visuals Podcast. This is going to be one of the last episodes of this year. Oh, okay. Once again, <laughs> Larry L. Mitchell. And how you got the nickname Lala before we get out of here? My mom and them started calling me that okay. when I was little. And it stuck. Yeah, with them, I guess. Okay, but Tape Visuals Podcast. Lala, everybody. Larry L. Mitchell. On a Young and Wealthy. And we out.